The Bucs got absolutely throttled by the San Francisco 49ers in what seemed to be the most embarrassing loss of a disappointing season. We talk about it right now. Let's go. Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you are watching live. And we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, Deputy Editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com, joined by David Harrison, writer for Sports Illustrated's BucksGameDay.com. And of course, follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Yeah, and of course, we uh, we welcome you into this seventh session of group therapy for uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, media and fans alike. As you can tell, James and I are not in San Francisco. Neither of us made the trip uh, out to the West Coast. And uh, I got to be honest with you, I'm not very upset about it anymore. I was actually kind of like, oh, you know, it would have been cool to go to San Francisco and see Tommy go back to uh, his roots. And, uh, you know, I think I think we're good. I think we're good with uh, with the view that we had there uh let's be honest up front the buccaneers were never in this thing right like the tampa bay buccaneers were just never uh in this thing they said it on the television broadcast couldn't agree more uh debo samuel 13 yard run kicks off the scoring seven nothing and then with five ticks off of the second quarter clock rookie quarterback brock purdy runs it in uh from two yards out scramble drill finds some space in the middle of the buccaneers defense gets into the end zone and that was it 14 55 in the second quarter game winning score Buccaneers lose James what was the turning point in this game in your opinion without a doubt in my opinion it was the Buccaneers second offensive possession and we can talk about why on earth Todd Bowles trotted Ryan suck up onto the field for a 55 yard field goal when his pre-game long was only 51 but even after that the Bucks defense after that drive held San Francisco to a three and out. San Francisco had negative five yards on that possession. So the Buccaneers have a chance to tie things up. Defense does its job. And finally, finally, we get a Tom Brady to Mike Evans touchdown for 66 yards until for the second consecutive week, Donovan Smith gets flagged for holding and negates a touchdown pass. So instead of seven to seven, it is now second and 20. The Bucs would gain two yards, punt on that three and out, and the offense flat out never recovered. And and David, you and I have defended Donovan Smith on this Mm. show to Mm. the ends of the earth, even before Bruce Arians came to town, when he was struggling early on in his career, we still defended him. It's becoming impossible to do that with the way he's playing this year. Yeah, no, it, it incredibly is, you know, and look, I understand, and we're not going to get too deep into the, the full conversation 
in, in this postcast episode, again, a brief kind of 12 minute episode, just kind of briefly get some initial thoughts out. And then we're going to come back to you guys. We will be dropping our regularly scheduled episode, uh, which will come out Monday morning on audio. For those of you listening on audio and on YouTube, it will drop uh, essentially as soon as it's done. We'll, we'll, we'll drop it. Um, give this one about six hours to breathe on YouTube, and then we'll drop it after that point. So a lot more thoughts to come, but kind of initially speaking, yeah, Donovan Smith, man, I mean, look, I'm, I'm listen, personal things are personal things, you know, and I'm never going to judge a man for having a personal life and for having issues in there and, and all these things. And here's what I would say. And, and, and I don't know that it actually happens. And it, it's getting harder and harder to say that we have faith in Todd Bowles in any way, shape or form. But I would hope that if there was a better option, like even in if Donovan Smith is truly kind of degraded because of what's going on in his personal life, whatever that is, hope everybody's healthy, at least if not, you know, obviously if, if they're all healthy, then somebody's not happy at least. And, that, and that's unfortunate. Um, at, even if the, even if Donovan Smith is being impacted by something personal, if this downgraded version is really better than what you have behind him, that's in and of itself. That's already a problem. That's not a problem you're going to fix right now. There's nobody walking around the streets. That's better than Donovan Smith right now. And maybe, who knows if Tristan Wurfs wasn't hurt, maybe Josh Wells would be getting some burn on that side of the offensive line. Uh, you know, it's all really kind of hard to tell right now. But my turning point for this game, James, honestly, was the win against the New Orleans Saints. Right. And, and I talked about it in the post game with Ross Jackson. We talked about it throughout the week uh, on our show and in some of our episodes. We talked about it with our listeners and our viewers. I was concerned, you know, happy that the Bucs got the win. It was a, cr a critical win, divisional win, all that stuff. Happy about it. But I was concerned because, again, in the postgame press conference, Monday night, Tuesday morning, whatever time it was, Todd Bowles came out and almost wanted to take a victory lap around the press conference, around the media room, because his his you know reliance on you know playing the patient game and and all that stuff and and you know I'm going to stand on 14, I'm not going to hit right there, it's too risky. Um, it worked in a sense, you know what I mean. And my concern all week long, I did multiple radio shows, a crossover, did all kinds of craziness. And I said on all of them, my concern was that Todd Bowles was going to take what happened against New Orleans to mean he can continue to be vanilla, be basic, be less than less than aggressive, and that it would continue to work. Yes, we got a deep shot to Mike Evans, I think earlier than anybody probably expected given history. So, I mean, I guess a little bit of kudos, a little bit more aggressive early on. The 11th play of the game, James, that was the 11th offensive play. You have got Chris Godwin's, Mike Evans, You've got Rashad White working for you, Leonard. Ford. There is zero reason not to be taking shots downfield. Stress this San Francisco defense. They're the number one defense in the National Football League. Mm -hmm. You're not going to beat them with vanilla offense. It's just not going to happen. Like, you can't come into this game thinking that vanilla offenses are going to beat this defense, especially with Nick Bosa actually being active. But that's what we saw early on. And then once, yeah, I mean, that, that connection was great. It was a blown coverage, obviously, by the Niners defense, and they could have taken advantage of it. Donovan Smith you know, undid it. And look, his hands were on the outside of the guy's shoulder pad. That's a hold, man. That's a hold. And, and every officiating crew, you know, maybe worse holds don't, don't get called, but by the, by the rules, that is a hold. And, and, you know, if you get caught doing what, it's like what you're not supposed to do, it's hard to blame uh, the people who caught you. So, you know, it is what it is. But after that point, like you said, they really never came back from it. But I look at it and I say, coming into this thing, it was very, very clear. The top bowl said, we can continue to do what we've been doing and we will be okay. And they weren't, and it's not. Yeah, it it was incredibly, incredibly frustrating. And, you know, you, you take a look, and you mentioned it on our preview episode that you were worried that Todd Bowles was going to sit back there and, and try to get his defense to win this game as well. 
And it, it looked kind of like that's how that's how he was leaning for this one. And yeah, the the game against the Saints, uh, maybe it did do a little bit more harm than than good. Of course, the Bucs needed that division win, but eh, this team, like, what do you what do you say at this point? I mean, even the even the national broadcast, this was America's game of the week on Fox, and Fox left this game because it was no. so bad. And, and I do have to say, um, real quick in the chat, Tony, no, that is not what David said. Go back and watch the episode. You are misphrasing what David actually said after that game. Yeah, I'm good with it. I don't care. Um, this episode brought to you all by Taro. Taro is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Taro, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. Book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get from A to B. Test drive that new electric vehicle you've had your eye on to see how it fits in your everyday life. Many tarot hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at tarot.com. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. That's why you'll be able to find a sneak peek of Think Like a Champion available right now as a bonus episode on Locked On Presents. Think Like a Champion is a brand new podcast from Russell Wilson and Audible. Here, two-time Super Bowl champion and MVP Von Miller delivers sharp insights about performing at your highest level in moments of extreme pressure or NCAA champion Tim Tebow discuss how to find your unique personal mission in the world. Each episode features interviews with Olympic medalists, NFL stars, and business leaders. Hosts will swap stories and share proven mental techniques that have gotten the world's most elite performers across the finish line and beyond. Available for free on Audible or wherever you get your podcasts, head over to Locked On Presents for a sneak peek of Think Like a Champion, or catch the full series available anywhere you get your podcast available now. Audible, get in the game. All right, rolling through with this postcast. Listen, guys, I'm just going to be honest with you right now. James and I, we love what we do. We love talking to you guys. We love trying to share whatever thoughts we have. And when we have disagreements with, with people, we're, op we're more than willing to be open-minded and to take what you guys have to say because we're not perfect. We're not experts in the, in the sense that we know everything and anything, and there is no football knowledge to be said beyond James Jarko and David Harrison. That being said, uh, be respectful. You know what I mean? We're respectful to you guys. We're, we're respectful on Twitter, here, in the voicemail lines when we respond to them, on emails, uh, anywhere, DMs, all that stuff. Um, so we just ask the same. If you can't be respectful, then your opinions will no longer be seen on our channels and our social media feeds. It's pretty much uh, the best way that I can put it to you. So thanks again for making us first listener, your first view every single day. We know it's especially hard after these losses, um, but make sure you come back because we are going to have our regularly scheduled episode. We'll go a little bit deeper. We will do some stock reports uh, and we'll look at the playoff picture because somehow these Buccaneers are still in the playoff picture. Thank thank goodness for the uh, the NFC slouch, slouch. So make sure you subscribe, turn on the alerts. So, you know, when those go live, James, we're going to give out game balls. Yeah, we, we are. discussed this before we went live. We're like, are we really going to give out game balls? Because it's going to be really hard to justify giving out game balls. But you know what? There were some guys that did some good things. So while we all kind of lament and, and drag through the negative, we do want to make sure we point out the positive because not everything was bad. And I'm going to start with Mike Evans. And I know that the Mike Evans, Tom Brady connection has not been there. We're going to get in that in our full blown episode. So if you are like, what are you talking about with Mike Evans? No reason you should be saying that. 
We're going to get into the full-blown conversation in our full episodes. Make sure you check that out. The reason I want to give a game ball to Mike Evans is this. We've talked a lot about leadership on this program. And Tom Brady's gotten a lot of credit for leadership. And I'm going to bring up some of this stuff in our full episode, so I'm not going to dive too deep into it. But I was incredibly happy. I don't know who started the sideline kerfuffle. Shout out to the word kerfuffle. But I was just really happy. Because usually what happens when Tom Brady is yelling at somebody? That somebody is usually doing this. <laughs> for those of you on audio, I was nodding my head looking upwards like a puppy dog being scolded for getting in the trash can. That's usually what we see. What did we see out of, out of one three? No, we saw barking back. We saw fingers pointing back. We saw a leader who said, hey, guy, I'm a leader too. We're going to have a leadership discussion. Fine, but we're both leaders here, dude. You know what I mean? That, I think, is a very good thing. Again, I'll dive deeper into that in our full-blown episode, but I did want to give Mike Evans some props and a game ball for that interaction. Don't know who started it, but it's good to see, and I'll dive deeper into it in our full episode. Yeah, and, and just to... To add to your point, how many times have we seen wide receivers, uh, you know, be frustrated, be upset and take it to the media? You know, we saw I now I can't even remember the the guy from the Jets that wanted to be traded because he wasn't getting the ball. We've seen, you know, over the course of history, Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco pop off. We've seen Odell pop off. We've seen Terrell Owens pop off. Mike Evans was asked about it last week and he put the blame on himself. He didn't throw his quarterback under the bus. He didn't throw his offensive coordinator under the bus. He said, I need to be better. So what does he do? He goes out there and he plays hard. You know he's frustrated. And now in a, in a lost season, he is in jeopardy of not hitting that 1,000-yard mark for the first time in his career. That is legitimately in jeopardy now with the way that this offense has been playing and the way that Brady has been utilizing Evans. And he's not taking it to the media He's not spouting off on social media about it. Nothing. He takes it on the chin. He's a leader. And, and sometimes that deserves to be commended. Uh, another game ball that I wanted to give out was Carl Nassib. Nassib in a, in a tough spot, in a tough game. We saw Vita Vea go out. Joe Tryon Shoyinka went out. And this team was getting their doors blown off. Carl Nassib played hard to the very end. You, I, I still don't understand why. The Buccaneers trotted out their starters on offense to go four and out just by handing off to Rashad White all four plays. You could have done that with Kyle Trask and Gio Bernard. Why are you putting your starters out there if you're just going to throw in the towel and, and give up? Carl Nassib never did that. He still played with a high motor, was deflecting passes, was getting after the, the rookie running back Mason. Uh, and again, something like that should be commended when half the team pretty much stopped caring. Yeah, no, absolutely. It absolutely should. Um, and the number one game ball, I see some of you uh, in the chat are calling for it. So we are actually absolutely going to give this young fella a game ball. It is Devin Tompkins, Utah State Aggie. Great Devin Tompkins. Uh, raise your hand if you've been wanting to see somebody other than Jalen Darden returning kicks for the Buccaneers this season. Everybody, every stinking body's raising your hands, right? Devin Tompkins finally gets the opportunity. And look, I tweeted, I kind of said it in jest, but honestly, if somebody did the math and, and would prove me right, I wouldn't be completely surprised. Devin Tompkins probably avoided slash broke more tackles on his first return of the season than Jalen Darden voluntarily took on the entire season. I'm saying voluntarily, not like couldn't get away from him by running to the sidelines fast enough, like a tackle that he actually tried to take on and try to make a void or miss. Uh, Devin Tompkins did it in one return. And then, of course, 
gave the Buccaneers an opportunity to begin the second half to try to get back in it. Uh, unfortunately, it was squandered and thrown away. Uh, someone in the comments talking about maybe Tom Brady's playing with an injury. That is, look, that is possible. There's all, at the end of every season, there's like, oh yeah, I had a torn rotator cuff all year. It's like, oh, he was he was never on the injury report, guys. What's going on here? I thought that was a rule violation or something. So yeah, it's possible. Whatever it is, it's ugly. But Devin Tompkins, yeah, man. I mean, look, way to show up. You know, it's not going to count for anything, unfortunately, in the standings. But way to show up, young guy. I actually saw people on on Twitter, as you guys know, I run the Bucks Nation Twitter account during games. I saw people on there saying this is really the guy that that we cut Jalen Darden for to to return kicks, and we're complaining about his performance. I'm like, Jalen Darden shied away from any kind of contact possible, and if you go all the way back, I was pounding the table to keep Devin Tompkins on the 53-man roster. I loved what this kid brought to the team, both on offense and on special teams. And then, yeah, you you may find that he has a couple of returns that don't quite get to the 20 or don't quite get to the 25, but he offered something and he showed that in this game where he can get you onto the team, the opposing team's side of the field on a return and try to set up the offense for success. The offense will still fail because that's what they do, but he at least is doing his job trying to set them up with great field position and he's not afraid. That's the other thing that I, I really liked about him. Had the had the fumble on the punt return, and luckily it went out of bounds, but he had that fumble because he didn't just fair catch it. He didn't just let it bounce over his head and get down to inside the five. He had that fumble because he embraced the contact and was fighting to try to set the offense up for success. Thought Tompkins had a great showing in this one. So with that, David, I think we are going to go ahead and get out of here. We still have that full episode coming up talking about the Brady-Evans connection and the playoff picture, which is just a wild thing to consider right now. But we want to thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view of the day. For the biggest headlines in all sports, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard or behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Check out David's work at BucksGameDay.com. Check out mine over at BucksNation.com. And, of course, follow everything on Twitter, at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire those cannons. We thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks.